Dude, the okay. new Jurassic Park was kind of weak. Come on. <laughs> of course it was. Of course it was. Of course it was. Oh, all they do in these movies is remake the original and then yep. just add more well, advertisement. Well, uh, I, I like... Uh, now they've started uh, throwing in the like the like Frankenstein concept too, though. Where like they're oh, just making, smashing like... different dinosaurs together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like remember listening to the mashup shits on radios on the Sunday nights. It's like that's a great idea. Let's do that with dinosaurs. They'll be bigger. It'll be like Godzilla, but dinosaurs, and then we'll put them someplace. We want our own kaiju, but we don't want them as kaiju. Uh, yeah, it was I, it was I, bad. There was some, like some of the action sequences weren't. Like, obviously, really well thought of because that's the bread and butter of those movies. But everything else was like... Uh, let me guess. Uh, Chris, Pratt, Chris, Chris Pratt wasn't didn't act very good. His acting wasn't great. Actually, though. he wasn't the... It was more Sam oh, Neill, what's oh, her God. name, and Ian Sam, Malcolm. They got are, Sam Neill? Yeah, they got, they got all Sam, three they of got them Jeff Goldblum? They got Jeff they got, Goldblum? Yep. John Gold, John Goldblum. John Goldblum. <laughs> they got George Clornbloom. I love him. <laughs> he's so Jack- good. <laughs> Jackson Goldenblog. God, he's so sexy. I I saw a tweet today of somebody talking about how in the Lost World, the second Jurassic Park film that isn't related to this trilogy, that there's like a cut where a woman's screaming on an island and looking, and then it's Je- cuts to Jeff Goldblum yawning as she's still screaming, and he's in front of like a background of like a tropical island, and he walks around the corner into a train, and they're like, this is one of the weirdest cuts I've ever seen. Yeah, like, I do remember that's that, That's what I've been actually, thinking about all day. That's, yep. And it's nothing like the book. The book is actually... Pretty interesting, an, but it's an incredible it is funny because yeah. that whole movie, when the T Rex escapes from the boat, that's supposed to be San Diego. <laughs> and it San is Diego? not San. It is not San Demos. San San Diego, San Diego, dude. San Diego. Be excellent to one another, my man. Okay. Diego. Be excellent to be excellent to one another. Well, it's the whale's vagina. So, anyways, this uh, stop it. Stop. No, stop doing that with your hand in your mouth while. Where's the steeple? A whale vagina. Great. Yeah. All right. This is is it? Where's the three eleven? Whale vagina. Bird pussy. I'm not even mad. I believe it's I believe it's pronounced cloaca shaka. Cloaca. It's an all you can do hole. Like everything you can think of. Oh my god. It's, it's the Swiss Army knives of holes. That's it's all. a satchel to satchel. That's all. Satchel to satchel. Hey, Robert. Yeah. What can you tell us about Limp Bizkit's three dollar bill, y'all? Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have new metal the way that we have new metal today without this masterpiece. First of all, I don't know if you've ever heard "Yee," but that's basically what Fred Durst sounds like when he talks or gets excited and. Raps, for that matter. It's an incredible masterpiece. Uh-huh. Um, I believe it has things like break stuff on it. I nope. didn't listen to it. Break I just I read about it on the internet the because one. I don't listen to any of the music. I haven't listened to a single track or album that we said we were listening to. I only read about it on famous blogs like newmetalisbest.com, um, newmetalisn'ttheworst.com. If there wasn't newmetal, I wouldn't cut.com. These places. 
So I, I don't think any of those places are real. Ooh, wah, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> that's a different band. It is. Oh, yeah. Well, and I actually had somebody who was like, "Did you guys do Disturbed yet? Because they're so awesome." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh wow, wow! Somebody's never bothered to listen to this crappy podcast." I'm not going to touch that one. Yes. <laughs> anytime anybody's like, "Have you done this yet? Will you do this?" I just want to be like, "Yeah, hey, you're not. You don't. You don't want to listen to that episode. Then. <laughs> you don't want me to do what you're. You think you? That's not the." Thing. You want I don't because think that you word means what you think it means because you like that is it that why you want <laughs> us to do that that's not a good reason not a good reason at all no you're putting yourself in risky dangerous territory it's risky business get, son you might get offended for reasons that we can't help it's what we do uh Robert did you know that we weren't listening to Limp Bizkit's three dollar bill y'all uh what. Yeah, no. What? Uh, so this is supposed to be Power Pop Month, but you remember that that part where I don't remember what that is. I don't know what that is. I can't tell you what I can t- sort of try to, but I think it's kind of like some made up bullshit. Power Pop. Yeah, yeah, it's pop with power. <laughs> Isn't it like the Beatles' first two albums where they just sing about girls? I think it's like. Like, when you, like, get a lot of, like, you overdub your vocals too many times and and have, like, major chord progressions. Don't you need to have, like, choral singing as well? Like, doesn't there need yeah. to be a lead singer and then someone else, like, the three <laughs> other too many vocals. Like, yeah, I yeah. do it too! Yep, 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 yep. I think they say Beach Boys started yeah, it. A- Few of them. Certain who. Beach Boys, I think, and also right. the Who. They go right? through, yeah, they go through phases. Um, this is supposed to be the short episode, yeah, the middle of the month. It's the middle of the month already, I guess. Although it seems kind of early for that. What's the date? The twelfth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about close enough. Basically. Um. So, because we're doing the themes, I just kind of decided to be a dick and take over and pick the Amber albums, right? And I decided for this one to talk about uh, The Cars, their first album, The Cars. That's what I did. I picked that. That was a while ago. That was a while <laughs> that ago. Was a, that that was like four or five months ago, yeah. A long time ago. I think I still stand by it. It's a good pop album, all right? It's a, like a eight for like a 80s pop rock arena rock this is gonna be on the radio and forever on the radio these songs are like three and a half minutes long probably about girls i or something i honestly didn't realize i knew the entire album <laughs> every like like that except for three songs right except for three songs no i i think the only one i didn't know was like don't you stop or something like that? That was the, probably the one of the few ones that I don't remember. But yeah, the middle yeah. songs, the middle songs that Robert loves. <laughs> Incredible songs. Incredible Incre- songs. Incredible. This whole album is a masterpiece. I don't care okay. how you you feel about music. I know it's. I mean, th- this is the thing: is like, there's nine tracks. Six of them are greatest hits. 
six of them like oh. and maybe seven of them like maybe all mixed up is the greatest hit on the like the b side of the greatest hits like, <laughs> on like a 311 on album huh Whoa, yeah, oh, I, baby. I, I i just don't I know mean, what this, to do this oh album is God. incredible I don't know what to do okay i thought yeah, you were I, about to tear it apart no uh, i i i don't feel that i was no so a i was blown away at how much i knew of it and then b like actually listening to it in an album setting instead of just like randomly being played on playlists or whatever Fast situation times that, at nine times that, that happens but listening to the whole album it's fucking fantastic like uh it's I, I think I listened to it a bunch this week just because there was random times where I was like, well, I'll just throw it back on because why the fuck not? <laughs> it's a really, like, even though there's some, it's slower at parts, like, quote unquote, slower. Like, it's a really good album to run to. Like, some of those, uh, some of the drums are just at a perfect fucking pace. So it, I was like, all right. I, I just love the, this seems like a, um, like an album by a band that was like, what uh, we're going to take elements of this and this and this popular style of guitar based rock and roll. And, um, we're going to, we're going to put on like a drum machine in the background, just going do, 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 and like start the, and just do the whole thing around that rhythm. Like the entire time, you know, like I, I, I kind of love it. And somehow these like, these synthesizers and drum machines oh, that they got, cause... even though they sound cheesy-ish, like like 80s stuff, but like it's like they picked the prime. Like they listened to a bunch of other bands making noise with the same equipment, and they were like, "Let's uh." Well, isn't that what they use this? Did making music like miners like they were very big on like new shit coming out, like new sounds, new new pedals, new whatever they were. Like, even if it was gonna be. Uh, like gone within the next couple months or years, they were still like, let's fuck with it, man. So that's where I was going to say was <laughs> these synths. Normally I'd be like, eh, but every time, like those are my favorite parts. Even when they're all like spacey and boopy. And I'm just like, yeah, baby. <laughs> In that middle track that no one has ever heard. Um, because why, <laughs> well, why, seriously, unless that, you're like a, a, like you really love the cars, there's no reason for you to the, have ever heard that song. Well, it was uh, the B side for one of the, the hit hits. Yeah, sure. So I mean, it's, that. I mean, it's the dead center of the album, right? It's, uh, track number four, I believe. Why can't I think of its name? That's annoying. Well, I'm in touch with your world. I'm, yeah, so, I'm in touch with yeah, the world. Yeah, I'm in touch with your world is incredible, but I like, love that song. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no guitar in it. I mean, there is. It's a guitar song, but it's not. Like they, all the other songs. Like what I want to say about this album is it's layered. Like you, you, there's one guitar in the right ear and one guitar in the left ear, and there's one guitar far back in the right ear in front of the guitar in the right ear, and like everything's spatially placed, and you can hear it and feel that, and that's incredible. Like the decision to make left right speaker kind of listening, and like this song is like, uh. Hey, I just broke some glass. Smash at one point in the song. Whatever. Like, all right, cool. While like the one guitar line just sort of like 
weirdly plinks around in there. And then, like, some, like, weird, like, synth sounds show up in the middle that are, like, yeah. why? But they're they're fun. It's, like, it's like vibrant and brilliant. But, like, it completely deviates from the fact that all six of their singles are the same song. And I mean that in a positive way. Like, you wouldn't <laughs> know they're the same song, and that's a good thing. But every single one of their songs is the same song. And that impresses me in and of itself that, like, I'm like, oh, man, each one of these songs has their own vibe because... Whatever architect of sound placed this album together made it so that the 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 nice little fill or the nice solo that like isn't a solo because it's too far away for you to even be paying attention to it, but it like completely creates the vibe of the song is like progressing it. And like it's just a really good album. It's like I mean, if you if you don't like this album, like you don't like fun. Um, you probably don't love you probably you probably don't love your mother and uh, <laughs> but you, you probably know, like Stacy's mom you probably yeah you probably you probably like you know grew up inside of uh, I don't know a conch shell or something I don't know what the fuck you're doing it's a fun album there's nothing more fun about this album than itself I it's a joyous album I feel like the lyrics are ironic and that's Something that I want to say, because if not, it's a fucking painful album. <laughs> like, it's a big girlfriend album in the late 70s, and it's, like, sort of macho, but it feels like they're making fun of themselves. I, so, I feel like that's also why uh, I'm in touch with your world works in there, because all of a sudden, instead of doing all these, like, guitar solos and stuff, the two guitars are doing these weird, like, angular rhythmic, you know, like, the chords, do, like, dissonant rhythmic choppiness. And then you get all these weird sounds, and even when he says, I'm in touch with your world, there's, like, this creepy, like, electronic voice that happens over it, and it's, like, it's weird, and it's off, and it's wrong, and it's, like, the whole thing is, like, hey, you know, look, oh, we're we're having fun just like you, huh? Look how in touch with your world I am, and then I'm just creepy and fucking strange, and I go beep, boop, beep, boop. And also, sounds, the, that translates the, so well into the modern age. The keyboard player, like I think that song is more like the keyboard player being like, "Yeah, but um, we're putting this one on the album because I like playing it." Okay, <laughs> fool, don't cut this one. I got so much so on what, it. But wait, that's the one where I go. <laughs> there's like a gym whistle. Yeah, it. I, yeah there's like so much that they're doing. It's and like the like the like frog like. You but know, like it's the, not overly like like sometimes in in bands or even like uh, just pieces where they try to like add all those different samples or, or aspects to the songs. <clears throat> sometimes they feel heavy <clears throat> and are just like there's too much going on. Where it's like this is so layered, but like stretched out. It never feels cluttered. Like even if there is a few things going on, like it is. Even when those things come in, it's not like you know. Like I, I, Mr. Bungle, for instance, and a lot of the um, sound montages and things, like it's just complete anarchy with some of those sounds added. So hearing shit used like that, but it's spread out, not too cluttered, is it, yeah, I, it just adds to <coughs> how great of it. And then you realize this shit came out in '78, and it's like, man, I always forget like how much shit was laid down back in the past. It's yeah. really well crafted. Mm-hmm. Like it's really thoughtful. It's very intentional, and it's intentional in a way that works. Sometimes intentionality can come off as sort of boring, or it can come off as pretentious. And none of those things happen here. Like it, 
it is effectively an incredible album that literally is all greatest hits to this day and people still love for a very good reason like you know what i i would also say is that the uh the middle tracks with the i'm in touch with your world what's what's the next one don't you stop don't just stop don't don't just stop and then uh all mixed up those three being probably the weaker tracks of the album all mixed up it, it, it almost gives the album a more of a realistic feel like you can be oh it's a fucking band you know this is a, gr- a group of people because when you listen to like a punk album you don't think this better be back to back to back good fucking songs <laughs> you know i bet this just could be bangers punk band in a garage but like you respect the fact that it's fucking a group of people that just sat down you're expecting the greatest hits album at that point <laughs> you're but uh, i i honestly think uh i i yeah, I feel that, but all mixed up, I think gets a little bit more like well on the actual release, uh, well not release, but on the newer when they you know how they roll everything into one album instead of having the B sides, but uh, all mixed up plays really well how it's bridged with uh, moving in stereo, just that like that flow into it like where it's it almost becomes one track in a sense where you're already anticipating that change into that song which i thought was fantastic like i i I remember hearing that song but i i don't i never remembered it as much as some of the the more bangers if you will but uh the bass the bass fill in the middle like middle end of moving in stereo i love that track dude like i was but like i was just like one of those things where it came on, I was like, I've heard this song a million times. I know that it's got that like washed out, like wow sounding synth and like everything kind of slow. Yeah. And like, like just like a, a groove, a chugging along type of thing. All of a sudden I never noticed it until this going back and listening, or maybe I did. I just didn't think about it. It's got this like complicated little run of bass notes that happens. It just like builds up to it and then breaks back right into the groove. It's so fucking cool. I wonder how they feel that their song was in the background of one of the most uh, paused moments in VHS history. <laughs> rich, probably rich. De- <laughs> dead? I'm pretty sure the like main main dudes are dead. Rico Kasich and yep. uh, uh, there's another one <clears throat> in the past too. But, Moving in stereo sounds like a it's like it's like the only song that's like really dark. I guess I mean alongside um, number four, I'm in touch with your world. Those songs are dark. They like feel dark. They feel like they're minor key, I'm not a, major key. Like I'm in touch with your world is like creepy clown dark mm-hmm. though. No, and I moving mean, in stereo is like slowly walking away from a murder scene as the cops <laughs> roll by you and you're trying not to like cause attention. Sure, but they're both they both like in an album that's very joyous and like full of light. And even though like it really is turned like I you're I, you're a b- mouth to feed, you know. Like the punchline of a lot of these songs is this dude's a fucking creep, you know. Like I mean, the most popular song, the dude is like you're just a mouth to feed. Like I only need you for my own self gratification and my own narcissism, and like admits that, you know. But like those songs pretend to be nice, whereas these ones are just like yeek, you know. They make you feel a little off. In the in the space <laughs> of a like ooh love dove happy pop album, um, but yeah, that's always I great like the, when they can do that though. Yeah, no, it's absolutely. I mean, I, it makes it more interesting of mm-hmm. a piece of work as opposed to being like like it's hard to separate six of these songs from 
like knowledge of music over time and put them into like the space of this album because they really are like sort of i mean they're the greatest hits like <laughs> they really are their fucking greatest hits so i just like i don't know you know listening to the album through was was joyous and don't just stop is interesting because it like is a keyboard song and the other ones aren't <laughs> and like i can see where some of the like more modern power pop outfits might have gotten some inspiration from like that particular track for the rest of it like it's not guitar heavy and it's like weirdly empty of guitar at moments which is like strange for a band that's like clearly relied on those hooks and riffs to be like their like bread and butter in these songs where like oh it's pac-man sounds behind cool guitar stuff um <laughs> yeah like they're like pac-man just came out so let's use pac-man on this that's a good idea this this album's glorious it's a lot of fun uh, <laughs> it really is <laughs> like i didn't I'm think still... i did not think i was gonna play it that much throughout the week well, it's only like 35 minutes too like well that's it's the problem done. i don't say it's a problem it's just it you get into it and all of a sudden fucking all mixed up shows up and it's like oh well i don't know what to do <laughs> i guess i'll just turn around and replay the album is that how the lyrics go i'm do it again <laughs> i i'm still giving this album an amber I'm getting, I'm sticking with my call that I've placed it here. May as well listen to it once. This album is Amber, absolutely. I mean, whether you like it or not, you know, like it could be, I could see an, a person who has a different musical taste than I do. I like happy, upbeat pop music where like three of the dudes are in the background going, ah, ah, and on top of the other with guy singing, like there's like, yeah, there's like six people singing. Um, and like just ooing at you, but like some, yeah, it's, sometimes like the guitar almost comes off as like rock based, country based. Mm-hmm. You know they I'm have saying? that fucking rockabilly fucking solo where it's just hella twangy and rockabilly, and it's just like, what the hell? Where did that come from? Well, and it's clean on top of all these other like, there are these like, it's really clean guitar, but it just like doesn't feel that way because like the back, like the backing guitar, the rhythm guitar is not. And then there's other things happening, but then it's like, like you say, I was at, I think that's the song, just the girlfriend song. That's the one that, that solo is in you're talking <laughs> the about. Girlfriend that's, the yeah, girlfriend song. Yeah, that's the one that they say <laughs> the Stacey's best mom girl? was like derived All of from. them? <laughs> yeah, best yeah. friend's girl, yeah. But the, yeah, no, I, I was thinking that too, but I was like, this is sneaky. And it's cool that it's sneaky, that it sneaks in like that. And you're like, this could be a completely different genre if you just put a different rhythm guitar on this. The, the fucking mm-hmm. uh, Rick Ocasek about that song basically said, I've never had that happen to me, but I figured that was something that people had happened to them. <laughs> I just made that up, you know, like, okay, cool, dude. Yep. This album is incredible. Uh, that's all I got. It's not worse than 311. Oh, no. It is amber in my books. Like, if I played it as much as I did and not because I was forced to, like, there was numerous times it was like, play it again! Like, <laughs> let's fucking do it. Most like, it, albums... It's not, it's like, it doesn't, like, because my mother-in-law has been in town, so I've been driving her around, so it's, it's just, you know, it's not like trying to play, like, Black Midi or something around her. <laughs> so... Uh- <laughs> so it, it it was very like oh i can enjoy like anybody can enjoy this shit put it that way you know yeah, you, you don't 
You don't have to be like, oh, yeah, this is uh, Belfagor. You see, I do a podcast, and my friend <laughs> yeah, picked right. this, uh, uh, they're like Scandinavian black. Uh, you know, I'll just put something. Do you like the cars? You like oh, you like Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, um, what? Have you guys ever heard of the, the electronic group Finesse or The Caretaker? You'll love that. Um you're gonna really like that if you like the cars. So uh next next week on this lovely podcast that we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it, Crowder. Say, say it, Crowder. It, Come on. Say it, Crowder. It's not what say you it. think. We're gonna be That's we're gonna week, be Crowder. we're gonna be continuing Power Pop Month with a more recent power pop act i suppose like still i don't know what the fuck that is i don't even think it's accurate for any of these bands there's a guitar we're, in go- it, we're gonna we're, there's yeah there is Are guitar there in it. And is there's, there yeah guitar? there's people and they sing <laughs> fuck god damn it we're talking about new pornographers next week and i am fucking pissed Bullshit. Yeah. Hell it's yeah, fucking... dude. Bullshit. Hell yeah. And this was so the funny thing about this is we we're gonna do this Power Pop Month in for my birthday. Oh, that's right. And so, and so I think new pornographers got picked for my birthday week ish. Maybe that's how you got like... it in there. So new that's... pornographers was supposed to be in August, but it's June instead. And then we ended up doing Grime instead. But here we are, boys. <laughs> A lot of I joyous. Don't... Male, female singers going, ooh, ah, a ton of that. There's probably hand claps. What do I like? Nico I like uh, cowbells. What not cowbells? Uh, jingle bells. Sleigh bells. Like jingle bells, sleigh bells. Yeah. Nico Case yeah. and then and then not Nico Case. Yeah, for real though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Elispy Newman and uh, Talk at You Dan and Talk at You Bejar. Yep. That's correct. Uh, it's like all, it's like every Canadian from that music scene, too. It's great. I love it. It's so I'm gonna good. make a <laughs> I'm going to start making like a formula for bands where it's like if they're not picking up or doing certain things by X amount an album and like then divide that by how many albums. So it's like, oh, there is no hope for this band. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought about doing that for like making our tier list and like actually like, you know, like a, a formula to scientifically determine whether or not a band is worse than 311. Right. Well, we need to get some uh, machine learning and fucking AI crunching them numbers. We well, we would also have to run it by 311. So, like, we'd have to figure out where... Well, they'd know, have to, we'd have sits. to feed in 311 as a baseline. The, the AI right. would have to have the entire base knowledge of 311. But then, they're all but- shit. So like <laughs> it would require so much like what do humans yeah, dude, like I'm... though like there has to be a what does humans like and then you have to see our brain patterns and then you have to see say, how cause... many humans relate to certain music and yeah, you're you're gonna well, run like, into this thing called I subjectivity. just picture the AI getting sentient and being like oh my god music is terrible <laughs> I the, no we you were have... just listening to three eleven there's more stuff out there. There, there is a thing though. We do have some basis outside of just like how it makes you feel and what have you mm-hmm. for how bad Three Eleven is because of their use of like uh, uh, DJing and hip hop and reggae and how. Wait, it's you really... don't like DJs? But it's no the In awkward appropriation. Rock songs? 
the appropriation <laughs> of it. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there is some genuinely stupid lyrical content that yeah, happens yeah. in 311 that you can consider like as part of the negative side of 311 that would be what we're kind of, you know, the white boy reggae looking is the biggest for. Standout. Yeah, so like that right away, if if we made up a, a formula and you're like, what is this band? Let's put in some facts about this band and it's a white boy reggae band. Immediately, that would be like some point deductions or something, mm-hmm. right? Right? Like that would yeah. be how that would work. Well, yeah, but I mean, we have to establish our reasons for not liking that because clearly there are plenty of people that have established that that is shit they love. No Dude, reggae, not at all. Like it when white dudes do it, absolutely SUV. do. <laughs> DJ music, it's sure. cool when you use records sure. a certain way. Can't even I see like out it the in back my window, reggae. but big ass three eleven, so well worth it. <sighs> we, I, I mean, you guys weren't on the three eleven episode. We need to redo it anyway. So. Well, we have to for yeah. Are we doing for but, the hundo? We were saying for the hundred one, may as well be at this point because we might give up by then. Oh. I, you know, when we first start, when you first invited me on this podcast, I feel like I showed up maybe around episode 10 or 15 or something, but I listened to all of the 311 and I did not understand exactly that I wasn't going to be really talking about 311. Like I thought like, like honestly, like when I first started this, I was like, we're going to compare bands to 311. And like, as I, you know, did it, I realized after the very first one, which I think was Snoop Dogg, I was like... It does not matter that I have an encyclopedic knowledge of this crappy band. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I listened to all of the 311 and I was like, this only gets worse um, than 311. 311 is worse than 311 at a certain phase in 311's yep. career. So they're not even themselves I, anymore. Like that's last an impressive album that I heard. That is like, wow. The music me, videos are amazing, though. So to me, what what it really like in order to to do this show somewhat properly, you do need to like have a concept of why three eleven is bad. You have to have listened to three eleven to determine that three eleven is bad, right? But you need to think like that's like, like owning the blue album in your life at one point is a plus because there's a, there's a pit, <laughs> there is a pit of bad music, and like it's like a garbage shoot, and three eleven's the, the little flappy part. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that that flappy part isn't way down in the bin or something, but like that's where we're starting. That's there there are we're throwing it in the trash. If the if what we're listening to is is worse than that. Worse than 311. <laughs> yeah, then it's gone. It's, it's it's garbage. That's all. It's zero. 311 well, is zero. That's what yeah. 311 is the baseline. Yep. Which would be not even the pizza that was thrown out in the box on top of the trash. We're talking stuff that's kind of like maybe a couple layers down. So like we've we've got we've you know like we've got those handful of things that that are obviously like glare you can say culturally bad or or uh but, but how does the upon. world grow without cultural appropriation? And then we could consider how many like albums they have and where their albums are rated, you know, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's so like maybe if 311 has three okay albums, like mid-rate albums, like twos, like two out of fives, and they're all ones after that, then at least you can say any bands with like less than three good albums 
And here's another problem, though, is you got some bands that are super fucking good for three albums. Yep. That's that. But that's that's the thing I was talking about. Having that like, all right, when you start off listening to the band, how many albums deep are you before you start going yeesh? And then you take that with how many albums they actually have. And like up, and I've already been establishing it's not looking good, you know, like because yeah, but even, if you have one, even the Amber greatest album. bands we listen to by the latest albums, it's like oh my god, really, guys, you know. If you have one Amber album, though, I mean, like if you have made an album, like there's no like deterioration of life is a common factor of it, right? Like music is no different than our existence. If you were young and young music appeals to you, there might be a young album in a, a, a Bob Dylan's career. Some people are like, Bob Dylan's still making great records. And like, I've listened to them. I don't know if I agree with that. But like, Bob Dylan has some fucking albums that people can agree are like, the best ever. He's made a hundred albums. <laughs> like, I would never say Bob Dylan is worse than 311. Even his worst album, if it was a one out of five Bob Dylan album, it would still be a five out of five 311 album. So it's sort of hard to distinguish and <laughs> suss out, you know, where you belong on a spectrum of things with, uh, you know, a specific uh, counter. But, uh, you know, I... I'm almost going to always give a, an Amber album band one Amber album. You only made one, and the rest are, like, middling or bad. I'm still probably going to give you better than 311. Not worse than. <laughs> absolutely not. Man, There's no. no Amber album on the Amber yeah. Alert uh, 311 podcast. Yeah. Whoa, ain't whoa, no whoa, Amber bro. albums. Don't talk about sound system like that. <laughs> I can't Stupid even say your face. <laughs> Amber is the color of my energy, guys. I can't wait to do the the next three eleven one. I can't wait to have to reload. I let the the first episode that we did. I mean, it was right in the middle of fucking pandemic and shit was kind of crazy anyway. But like, I was going to a food truck, and and it was like you know still wearing your masks and shit to go up to the food truck, and some dude was up there just like literally coughing into the truck without a mask on. God. And I said some shit to him, and like got into this like interaction with them. And then afterwards it was like, did I, I really kind of feel like a three eleven sort of, uh, didn't help that situation. If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like I was already pissed. And then I walk up and I see dude coughing into the like area where my food is coming out of. And like during I COVID, said, yeah, I told him to fucking like, you know, next time fucking wear a mask. And he was like, well, maybe I fucking forgot it. And like, got all shitty about it. And I was like, all right, you know, like, do you want me to bring, you want me to go get you a mask neighbor? You know, fucking prick. Cough in your arm, dude. Like, I, get, go walk away to cough. Like, oh my God. Nope. That's too yeah. much work, bro. I'm going yeah, to, no. I'm going to fucking own the libs by coughing in the food. But then Listen, you know that that aggressive uh, line six guitar was going on in the back with us. Uh, <laughs> you know, like the almost new metal, but reggae. And like, sometimes I feel like shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like shit because this guy's coughing on my tacos. Fucking god damn it. Oh my god. Well, I don't get it. I don't get that band. 
I don't get them. 311, don't get well, it. Well, we right have a few more age. episodes until we'll be forced to. <gasps> I think we'll it's next to, year, man. And we'll have to rank them against themselves. I'm pretty I mean, sure we don't get there till next year. Hey. Yep. By, the, by the time we get there, none of us will like music anymore. So it won't I already matter. Don't. <laughs> but speaking of music, you know, since I don't like it, you can look up all the uh, stuff that I just put out on uh, Trash Pit City. Streaming on a bunch of different services. Going to have a new album coming up soon with um, uh, John Stokes covers. So there's that. Um, maybe some new John Stokes. He's not here to talk about it, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Fucking uh, Some new Goat Bones. He's not on, but he's in Goat Bones. That's the thing. Maybe some comics. I don't know. This podcast keeps happening. Podcast website, the is it worth uh, Next week, I'm going to be angry. That's it. That's all I got. Power Pop Month. Woo. See you next time. Power Pop Month. What, ex- what an exciting month. <laughs>